0: Live from the ESPN 690 Anajaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 with Brent Martino and Austin Lane. That's going to be the trick now. The rest of the week, um, you know, hopefully you can just run off instinct a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously I've competed in these big tournaments quite a few times and, you know, I've got one of them to my name, but we're looking for more. But, you know, I've had some situations in my career that should stand me in good stead, but, you know, listen, I think to keep the expectations relatively low, even in this situation, is probably not a bad thing for me for the remainder of the week and just keep it one shot at a time because keep committing this golf course you can never get ahead of yourself on we've, we've seen it many times around here but it's, it's all about commitment and I think it's about enjoying it you know I'm obviously walking the walk with Clarkey and just trying to really enjoy being out here I think uh, you know being grateful to be out there today after a month off was kind of part, of part of the mindset today so it would be crazy to try and change that too much going into tomorrow that is Justin Rose who has the lead at the Masters that was his reaction after a sensational round number one He's finished with round two, even par 72, so that's fine. He's still in the lead, got a two-shot lead. Jordan Speeth is finished, shoots a 68 in round two. He's two shots back along with Mark Leishman. Siwoo Kim, who's still on the golf course, five under. And then Justin Thomas must have bogeyed the last hole, but he's four under, three shots back right in the middle of this thing. Tony Finau the same, Brian Harmon as well. Then you have Colin Morikawa at two under par, uh, and the list goes on and on. The cut line, by the way, at the Masters, if you're maybe in a Masters pool or just curious, is plus. Three. If you shoot plus three, you make the cut. Dustin Johnson is on that. Phil Mickelson, Billy Horschel as well. So if it stays at plus three, Horschel and Mickelson uh, will make it to the weekend. Dustin Johnson still out on the course, so he has to make sure he does that or better. Rory McIlroy out on the course. Looks like he could miss the cut. He's plus six through seven holes in round number two. Brooks Kepka going to miss the cut, it looks like, unless he does something really good. On the back nine, he's five over par. Jason Day, eight over on his uh, in his tournament so far. I was still on the back nine. So there's some big scores out there. Uh, kind of a haves and have-nots right now in round number two at Augusta National. Brent Martino, along with Austin Lane and Coos, here on a Friday. Hope you're doing well heading into a weekend. Let's talk some football. Saw this article today, Austin Lane. Mm-hmm. And... It was interesting. It was the most important people, most interesting people of the 2021 NFL draft. I don't know if you got a chance to see the article. I did. Uh, And Kyle Shanahan makes some sense, right? He's, He's number one on their list.
1: Well, yeah, and obviously I think now with the whole pick number three, um, he's gonna have the ultimate say being the offensive mind coach that he is, so it's gonna fall on him. So a very interesting uh to say the least.
0: Well, and so many people, Austin, feel like any quarterback can fit his system. Do you feel that way?
1: Um, yeah, I think any quarter I mean, I think his system can evolve around the quarterback for sure. I think Kyle Shanahan's uh you know, uh a pretty great coach like that, but I also think there's certain quarterbacks that fit his system better, at least what he wants to do, better than others.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's always the case, right? And that's why we're wrestling with it: is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? I mean, could it be Justin Fields? We kind of or do. You still believe? I mean, last time we talked about this, we kind of believe Trey Lance is still the better fit. But again, everyone you talk to feels like they're going Mac Jones there. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, obviously I'm still on Team Trey Lance. Um, You know, I've said this like a hundred times now, but I just feel like if you're going to bring Mac Jones in – You're essentially bringing a guy in that can do a lot of the same things that Jimmy Garoppolo can. If you bring in a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, that's a new wrinkle. That's something different, and especially with what Shanahan wants to run, um, I feel like, or what he's had the most success with with San Francisco, would be a guy like Fields or Trey Lance.
0: All right, so uh, number two on this list, Terry Fontenot. I'm not going to go through all these guys, but Terry Fontenot from Atlanta. I can see that it sounds like, at least in this article uh, that was written in Sports Illustrated, that they're going to stick with and kind of build around Matt Ryan, that will be an interesting move, and it feels like an uh-oh kind of move that could backfire on you if Matt Ryan doesn't play well. But the way the contract is structured, they they might just have no choice. Joe mm-hmm. Douglas with the Jets, certainly very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Belichick, I feel like every national writer, if they don't include the Patriots and Bill Belichick on a list, they feel like they're not doing their job.
1: True, but I mean, you know, I think a lot of these guys, what these guys all have in common is the quarterback position. And the question for Bill Belichick is, and why it makes it so interesting, is is Cam Newton going to be the guy going forward or not? Because we saw what Cam Newton did last year. And spoiler alert, it wasn't good. And then you re-signed him to another contract uh, for the year. And I just feel like if any team usually has a like a plan in place that we're not seeing, it's New England Patriots. So, I mean, I absolutely agree. I think Bill Belichick's is very intriguing, but more specifically what the Patriots plan on doing at the quarterback position.
0: Well, I do too. Listen, here's the deal, Austin, though. He's not intriguing if he sits at the 15th pick because there's not going to be anything left for him. The only reason, only way Belichick is interesting is if he makes a move up in the draft. Like That's why Shanahan is interesting. Shanahan wouldn't be been on this list if they didn't move up to number three, in my opinion. But isn't that the
1: whole point of being intriguing is what is Bill Belichick going to do? Is he going to settle with – because keep in mind, like let's put the whole story in front of us right now. You have a situation where you lost Tom Brady, he goes to Tampa Bay, he wins a Super Bowl. So now all of a sudden people are starting to say, well, Tom Brady was the reason why the Patriots won the Super Bowl and maybe not so much Bill Belichick. OK, so that's a narrative. And now we have the narrative of, well, Bill Belichick obviously wants blood because you've had a very exciting free agency. You get the two top tight ends in free agency. So obviously you're trying to win right now. But can you win with Cam Newton? What are you going to do? Because you've addressed some needs in free agency. But do you have the quarterback to do it? So like that's why, to me, Bill Belichick's interesting, because what are you going to do? Are you going to trade up? Is there a plan in place or are you going to settle with Cam Newton?
0: Well, we'll see. Uh, i got a feeling they're going to stay pat and not move up. Uh, Davis Mills, Justin Fields on this list. Davis Mills, by the way, is a Stanford quarterback. Uh, what's fascinating about this part of the column in, in Sports Illustrated is they say, Connor Orr here says, that he's heard people talk about Justin Fields as a third-round talent. Whoa! Who's heard of that? Yeah. I have not really heard of that, but that's... uh. That's wild that it can be that vast. Meanwhile, Davis Mills isn't a guy that's played a lot of ball, but he does play at Stanford and for David Shaw, and there's a little bit of an NFL pedigree there anyway. And so he's intriguing. Uh, to some. I could see why that would be intriguing. I don't know if I'd list them as my top ten intrigues and interests of the NFL draft, but uh, that's debatable. Is Ryan Pace in here? A big year for Ryan Pace uh, and the Chicago Bears. Tom Brady's in here, and Roger Goodell's in here. I guess what I want to get to is what level of interest around the league in Jacksonville is obviously story number one, and it will be each and every day until the draft uh, and after the draft. Urban Meyer, Shad Khan, Trent Baalke, Trevor Lawrence, the Jags. What level of interest do the Jags have around the, the NFL, around the country, um, even though everybody knows they're taking a Lawrence? You have to remember they have a bevy of picks. And isn't there a lot of curiosity at what kind of player, how this build is going to go under Urban Meyer?
1: There's definitely curiosity. You know, there's there's obviously more curiosity from the local standpoint than there is from the national standpoint. But I think that, you know, if you look at this list right now, like I said, they kind of all have the quarterback of what they're going to do for, for most of these guys. Um, it's about the quarterback. And with Urban Meyer, like the one detriment to him why he's not on the list, because you have the easiest decision to make in the NFL this year in the draft. You're taking Trevor Lawrence. So there's really no controversy. There's there's not like, oh, what is Urban Meyer going to... You're taking Trevor Lawrence. So, like, to me, that kind of puts him off the list a little bit just because, you know, we've... We've already seen the movie. We've seen the spoilers, and while we're still going to be entertained, we know what's going to happen. So I think that takes some of the intrigue away from the NFL draft from the Jaguars' perspective. Now, like you said, there's still tons of draft picks available, but let's be honest. If you know what the, you know the quarterback position, it takes some l- lust off everything else, I think, from the national spotlight.
0: What will we learn? What can we learn from Urban Meyer, do you think, in this draft? Is it? Did we learn anything out of free agency? I think we kind of did. He wants to, he's not going for the big splash spend, but he is going for a remake of the defense, a little bit of a remake of the roster, uh, a bit of a veteran ad in free agency. Do you think we learn something about Urban Meyer and the way they attack this draft, especially with all the capital they have, that will kind of set the tone and we'll be able to say, well, Urban Meyer did this. This is what he's going to do in 2022
1: and 2023. I, I mean, you know, I think it depends how this draft shakes out. I think that if you take some of that capital and you trade up um, and, and you make some pretty, and I don't even know how to phrase it, you, I guess you make some pretty aggressive plays that I think that we learn, like, yeah, like they're in must-win mode now. Because let's be honest. Okay, you're getting Trevor Lawrence, and that's fantastic. You address free agency, and that's great. But we got to have an honest conversation with ourselves right now when we say, what are our expectations for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year? Okay. I think if they win six or seven games, that would be a success. Do you share that same narrative or do you think it's gonna be better or worse?
0: No, I, I think that's fair. I think okay. uh, I think reasonable expectations would be six or seven games.
1: Okay. So I think that depending on, on how these moves transpire here, and if they do trade up and, you know, they sacrifice some of their capital for a well-known guy, whether it's a, it's a running back or whether it's some kind of, and I, I'm leaning more towards the offense because you think of points, you think of Trevor Lawrence and, and you think of touchdown. So I lean more towards the offense, but if they were to trade up for, for some sort um, of dynamic playmaker, let's just say, you know, I feel about Kyle Pitts, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I think that that would show you like, Hey, yeah, we're running for the long haul obviously, but we got Trevor Lawrence and we we want to win right now. That's probably the thing that I would take away if he chose to do that, um, but but as far as like, you know, the, the, the players that he picks like we saw this last year, right? Like people wanted to make jokes and say that Doug Marone drafted a bunch of choir boys. Now, is that Doug Marone's personality? No, I just think he's trying to, you know, overcorrect the fact that they had maybe had some guys that weren't great locker room guys, um, you know, in that stadium, even though, you know, how I felt about that. We'll see what kind of personality these dudes have. We'll see how, how, you know, how many ties they have to maybe former college coaches now on the Jaguars roster, maybe some Ohio State guys as well. Um, that'll be something to watch as well. But the biggest thing I'm watching for is do you risk it for the biscuit and do you trade up uh, and get that dynamic guy that you've been kind of talking about uh, for the off season?
0: Yeah, I was just reading – it's funny, you mentioned Kyle Pitts' name as I was reading something uh, on Twitter – and it was kind of like an older, you know, some things pop up in your timeline a little bit, like six hours ago. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's normal for everybody, but it happens to me all the time. Uh, And I read that Jerry Jones is, like, infatuated with Kyle Pitts, which seems like, by the way, the entire football universe is infatuated with Kyle Pitts. Yep. And Tom Curran, who writes uh, for New England, uh, or covers the Patriots, uh, writes out in New England, uh, he said, his prediction was that Kyle Pitts was going to be the Michael Jordan of this draft. I mean, I, listen, I get it. We're in Gatorland. I get the Kyle Pitts love. But, man, I just think it's way out of control with the Kyle Pitts love. <laughs> I think it's way out of control. I know you love him, too. Yeah. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah. But can we stop the car on some of this? I mean, this this just seems out of this world. On the on the Kyle Pitts. And, I mean, just unabashed praise without ever playing this. I mean, I know we do this. I get it. Trevor Lawrence had a little bit of this, all right, if I'm being real. But the Michael Jordan of the draft,
1: come on. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's obviously super aggressive, but it's, it's a way to make headlines. We're talking about it right now. Submission so accomplished from whoever that dude was. You know, with... <laughs> Kyle Pitts plays a position right now that's probably the most sought-out position in the National Football League, set aside from quarterback. Now, like, yeah, you got to have a good receiver, and yeah, you know, we used to always talk about you got to have that shutdown corner, and you got to have that edge rusher. But what's what's been the premium these days on edge rushers hasn't been that high? Shutdown corners? Yeah, you'd like one, but I feel like defenses these days are making it work. If even if you don't have one, like a Jalen Ramsey or you know, like a Drell Revis in the past, it seems like the hot topic, the sexy trend now is the tight end, and that's been spearheaded by you know Waller. It's been spearheaded by George Kittle, obviously Travis Kelsey, um, you know, and Gronk of the past, let's just say. But that's the position now, and you have a guy coming out in Kyle Pitts who you know, looks a little more athletic than the tight ends that we've seen in the past, who's ran a 4-4, who can line up in the slot on the outside, on the line, can do whatever you want him to do. So that, to me, is where we hear these adjectives, like, infatuated, and and, and we hear, you know, like, oh, this guy's going to be the real deal, and, and this is going to be the, the 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 guy of the draft. Now, I'm, not, I'm never going to call somebody the Michael Jordan of anything, because there's only one Michael Jordan, you know, how I feel about that. But I get where the hype comes from. I get where the infatuation comes because he's in the position right now that is the most you know seeked out besides the quarterback.
0: Yeah, and and here's the other part of it. I, I will say this. I, I've said this for a long time when it comes to the draft. What I would look like a, a lot, if I was in that room and I had a chance to help build a board and I did this for a living, I think I would weigh this stuff heavy and maybe sometimes too heavy at times If if I'm being completely honest. When you have a position and a player like Pitts, and then you go back down, you say, okay, well, what's after Pitts? Okay, you've got Friermuth, and you have Brevin Jordan. Okay, well, those guys are way past him. Like You might be able to say they're around the 35th best prospect or 45th best prospect. You can make the case by a lot of people that Kyle Pitts is the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th best prospect. That's a big gap, Austin, in a tight end position. And so I do believe in that. Like I would hype it up from that point of view alone is to say if I have a need or if tight end has become kind of the position it has become in the NFL and there's this drop-off, one, for my own personal value, there carries a lot of value. Two, I look at it as I'm getting ahead of the league because after I take Pitts, nobody else can. Nobody else can take somebody like him. In fact, there is a lot of talk that that next Kyle Pitts might not come around for another three, four, five, heck, ten years. Uh, So, like, I do understand the infatuation, if you will. uh, But I just, uh, I also, I get this crazy red flag sometimes when I just see all the love. And it's almost like Lawrence was coming out of school, but now we've at least seen some criticism of him, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen some doubters of him. Somebody just show up in the next couple of weeks and say they're doubting Kyle Pitts. <laughs> just to even but, it off. But right. what, Just to even yeah. it off. Yeah,
1: But listen, <laughs> I, I can go back to, you know, the, the national s- semifinal game, and, and there can be some criticisms of Trevor Lawrence. What criticism would you have of Kyle Pitts, though? I mean, like, I, I, I can't think. No, Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe he had some drops in the game or something like that. But I can't think of too much. Nah, in, to, in,
0: then, in, to be honest with you, man, the only thing I would – I think anybody could say, is, I mean, he suffered that really bad hit against Georgia, yeah. and he was out, and so do you then wonder, okay, um, does that red flag you from an injury, like a head injury standpoint, uh, and then you know, he doesn't play, what was that against LSU, was that coach's decision, was that his decision, do you look into that a little bit, again, I'm just trying, you sure. asked me, uh, well, just to yeah. with stuff,
1: uh, and you could say like he's probably not the best run blocker right now, but what does that really yeah. mean? Um you know when you are not NFL. picking up a run blocker.
0: No, like no, you're top not. Top five
1: in the so, draft, right? No, so at the end of the day, like I, I absolutely, I, I get the intrigue. I get all the hype because essentially what we're talking about now is is a tight end going possibly in the top five, um, probably the top eight, and that doesn't always happen. But when you look at guys like Darren Waller, you, you look at guys like Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, if teams could do it all over again. And you know what you're getting, you would draft Travis Kelsey in the top eight. You'd be stupid not to. You yeah. would draft you you would draft George Kittle in the top eight. Uh you'd be stupid not to. I think the same thing could be said for Darren Waller as well. So you know, it's just the fact that we're comparing already. We're putting this guy like I I don't know, it's crazy to me. Like, we have quarterbacks coming in right now, Brent, right? But we're not we're not saying for Trevor Lawrence, well, he's the next Peyton Manning. You know, like we're saying he's going to be good, but is he the next Peyton Manning? Yeah, is he the somehow. next Tom Brady? Well, some have. But, I mean, we got to be a little realistic here, okay? We're, we're not taking a look at Devontae Smith and calling him the next, uh, I don't know, Jerry Rice. We're not calling him even the next whatever right now, okay? We're, we'll see what happens. Um, we're, we're not talking about Sewell right now and saying he's the next, you know, Tyron Smith in his prime or something like that. But we are talking about Kyle Pitts maybe being Travis Kelsey-esque or being George Kittle-esque. And to me, that's the difference right there.
0: Yeah, Um, and and we will see. Uh, Since I'm in kind of things that that are bugging me mode, I'm going to give you another one not related to football before we take a break. You see, all over the headlines today, and I understand, believe me, do I understand, Tiger Woods is one of the most teasable figures that we have in our business. If you say something Tiger Woods... You're going to get your clicks, you're going to get your viewers, you're going to get your listens. It, he's big. It's big. Um, locally, nationally, the rest. But this headline about, like, Tiger Woods thought he was in Florida instead of California. Did you see that? No. When uh, when he when he suffered the crash, he was asked, like, you know, kind of his whereabouts and, you know, obviously the officer. And apparently he said he thought he was in the state of Florida instead of California. And I look at that headline and I'm like, well... He just crashed into a tree at 75 miles an hour, mm-hmm. you know, and also the day of that report, they said he was like in shock and stunned and like he was conscious, but there was like a glare about him, you know, like, so this was, I just feel like there are some times in our business, <laughs> I love our business sometimes, but other times I'm like, what is that headline? Like, why is that news? that tiger thought he was in florida instead of california he just got banged around in this crazy car crash that could have killed him hitting a tree at 75 but i, mean, I, I would think yeah. i would be in like antarctica well i don't think they i mean are they
1: getting at something like to me i take the headline and say this is like how messed up tiger woods was after the crash like this is how severe it was like he didn't even know where he like he was you know like yeah. we 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 always glorify when a player See. gets knocked out and then all of a sudden they're like hey do you know where you are how many fingers am i holding up and if you hold, you know, if you say the wrong it's like yeah, I was holding the four he, fingers, and he said two, like that's how, that's how out of it he was. Well, like that's what I fear. Go ahead. Sorry, I Here's see
2: the, the the like clickbaity side of me sees that and go, are you implying he was impaired or something? Yeah, and, and they've also I said I that's yeah. not the
0: case, right? They've they've right. adamantly said that was not the case here, and so that's what I think you bring up, Coos. You bring up that kind of conversation, like, well, what are you trying? I mean, listen. Austin if you knock somebody out in a fight and you ask him where he is they probably don't know where he is right I mean yeah. it's like it's kind of the nature of being in a trauma situation yeah. So, I don't know It's, just a, it's, a, oh, I mean, it's, it's a stupid headline it, it just it's, feels dumb to, There are just yeah. some that feel like I get it sometimes Because I know the business we're in And mm. others are like, what is this? I see this popping up all over my timeline On ESPN I'm like, why is this a story? <laughs> Maybe it's a story because of Masters Week And so you got to tie Tiger in somehow uh, Potentially Hey, t- first time ever we had a uh, Blue Angels flyover During our show Just flew over the house Nice How about that? I like it. Here on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Coos, what's going on with the Twitter periscope thing today? We're going to get to the bottom I don't, I
2: don't know, and the problem is because I have to be logged into your Twitter. I can't respond to everyone that's mad
0: about it, and, and so... Oh, well, I'm mad about it. I know. Respond to me in the break. We'll be back Action Sports the on ESPN 690. Shock your mock-up next.
1: Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been
0: knocked out twice. Brent Martineau. So, so it's twice. not once, stuck in there. Once, uh, <laughs> no, it's not stuck so in there. It's not. Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. I think the Niners are smart to do all of the due diligence that they're doing. I do not expect them
1: to draft, though, Justin Fields. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is fully locked in here. So... Yeah, I get it. I mean, what, what's another flight, you know? Uh, get those Marriott points, but I,
0: I don't, I don't see them. <laughs> when you when say fields.
1: when you say locked in, are you saying Mac Jones? Please don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that is uh, Jeff Darlington from ESPN.
1: When don't I turn, check my text messages, Brent?
0: Uh, many times during the show.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, because you know I'm doing the show though, right? I know. So, you know, I'd, don't be on my cell phone checking messages and texting when I'm doing the show.
0: Um, well, what if I needed to really tell you something, but I can't tell you over the air?
1: Well, maybe you should be in studio, then those things don't happen.
0: Well, I still wouldn't be able to do that. I've texted before in studio, and you still haven't got it. Because you can just tell me, man. If we're face to face, you just tell me what's going on. Not if I'm on the air doing it. I
1: mean, we can just go, you know, tit, tit for tat here if we want.
0: Hey, by the way, Coos, what a sellout. Why did you have to tell Austin
1: that part? He didn't tell me anything. I heard it myself. He was in, he was in I, here. I, I can, I'm in the studio. I can hear what you say uh, when you talk to Goose.
0: <laughs> well, the message was really the first part. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that was cool. I mean, I, I probably don't break that right now, right? But we'll talk well, about that
0: next week.' We don't want to see you do that right now just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just, just in case. Yeah, like, have I forget
1: the call. Make, make, I
0: know. Yeah, make sure <laughs> either we calling somebody, or
1: calling. Even, even the same day, really, we have to bump around the whole schedule for that guy have to show up. <laughs> That's never yeah. happened before.
0: Uh, never happened before. How many
1: Twitter followers does Daniel Jeremiah have? Let's see that real quick. Oh, let's, see, let's see what, what we missed out on. Move oh, the sticks. Lot.
0: 300,000. <laughs> <laughs> 377 300, by
1: the way. Uh, I round 000. up to 400. <laughs> uh, no, this is, it's at the 40 yard dash time. You got 300,000 followers. It's all good, dude. I mean, come on. We you know, we got, we've got other big names, on, huh? You
0: know. It's all good. <laughs> um Brent Martin, Austin Lane. Mm. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. Two more days to go for Coos after today. Who's Periscope and Twitter. Before you go on your wedding, we're gonna to have to figure this out. I think it might yeah. just be a bug today for Twitter, because it's still doing it. Yeah, it's still doing mm. it. So it's just it, like Periscope is doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it's it's uh, Twitter Studio now. Is yeah, I, I think uh, Twitter something uh, went awry with Twitter. I think they had a little. This this is a new thing as of April first, and so I think they're having a little bug in the system. It's not our fault, people. It's not our fault. Neither is shock your mock or the mood that Austin might be in.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I was in a great mood until my cell phone habits got brought into place, and now I'm just grumpy again.
0: Well, Let's right. try it. We could be grumpy. I mean, how many emails do you have? Uh, let me hey, let me let me check my cell phone real quick. two thousand three hundred and twenty. <laughs>
1: No, nah, man, only 61528 But um, <laughs> That was pretty that close. That was pretty close. And then work email, let's, let's go to that because I, you know, I got the work email now. Now too, you man. have another
0: email. Like, you need another email. I,
1: I, I, I got 60 unread work emails, but they're all minor because, obviously, I checked the important ones. Nothing so from
0: HR. I, I want to no. say this. You do uh, – I don't know how you don't miss more of the emails considering that you don't really unre- – you never, like, click on these. – I'm,
1: uh, I'm going to give you a little tip here. depends who they're from. If I, if I don't recognize the name or if I, like, read the – trust me. If you want to get my attention, give me a good heading. If there's no heading and it says forwarded, I'm probably not going to read it.
2: From now on, when I have to email you, I'm just going to say,
0: Austin, this is super important. Yep. Uh, important L- let me know, man. Hey,
1: get my attention and be
0: memorable. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, let's get everybody's attention right now and be memorable. It's shock your mind. Let's get it.
1: He is none other than the shock Master! going shock! Yo Mark! We're gonna shock! Go back!
2: Brutality, don't you think?
1: Shocking! On a shock! Go back! We're gonna shock! Go back! Shocking upset! I feel shocked! Shock!
2: Shock! Go I am shocked. I mean, I am shocked. That's what I mean. I am...
0: It's go time. Shock Your Mock time. What do we have today?
1: Kuz, you ready to do this, man? It's going to be a Daniel Jeremiah-free episode yeah. of Shock Your Mock. Today we got Kevin, a.k.a. Sticks, 808. And by the way, Sticks has three X's. So really, really mature from Kevin's standpoint. Kind of shows you who we're dealing with here. A real troublemaker type. Uh, a, a guy that wants to stir the pot a little bit. And I, I have a feeling when you see his mock draft, you're going to agree with me, he's trying to stir the pot. But yeah. I did my research, obviously. I had to go in depth, make sure that we're not dealing with some kind of Jets fan imposture or or maybe some kind of Daniel Jeremiah Burner account, because he's all bummed right now because he couldn't come on our show. But uh, this guy checks out seems like a jaguars fan um he he checks the vetting process what i look for in a in a, in a duval member let's just say is, he he could be part of the syndicate
2: if he really had to be is he somebody that probably donated to trevor lawrence's wedding
1: um well
2: let's go
1: ahead and bookmark that okay
2: because i'm gonna bring that up
1: here in this mock draft so coos great point bookmark it and let's get into it all right Can we get a thumb up Thumb is up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's. Get, I, I wish I had a. Next time I take a picture of this, that's got to be like a T-shirt right <laughs> that's there. That's a singular literally, thumb. Literally, it's just thuz. It's Kuz's thuz. It's Kuz's thumb up, just saying he's ready to go. All right, here we go. Wow, this. Okay,
0: we got Trevor Lawrence. That's a good start. First of all.
1: I, yeah that's a great start, but let, let's let's address the the display right now, not Kuz's fault because this dude sent us something on like microsoft windows ninety eight like this looks like absolute <laughs> trash well, so it, no, and once again, Kuz, I said, not your fault, man. I got no, your no, back no. here.
2: No, okay. what I'm saying is he took a photo of the computer screen instead yeah. of taking a screenshot in the computer,
1: yeah, so like I don't know if he's using one of those old Macs that we had back in like grade school we're playing Oregon Trail on or something. But th- what what are you doing here? <laughs> Zelda? Yeah. May- maybe spend some more time on, you know, your your proper techniques of screenshotting and less time on your trying to make a witty name on Twitter, Sticks 808. But let's get into it. Trevor Lawrence, pick number one. Hey Trevor Lawrence, by the way. I'll see you tomorrow. Alright? I'll see you tomorrow, man. I'll I'll be there.
0: Invited to the wedding.
1: Rocking my clumsy I didn't say I was invited. I'm just saying I'm gonna <laughs> see you tomorrow. And uh hey Hopefully, security brings their A game because I'm going to give up sparring tomorrow just so I can go to Trevor Lawrence's wedding, and maybe I'll get a little sparring in myself. You know what I'm saying? But Trevor Lawrence, number one, um, get this guy a T-shirt and maybe put Sticks 8 in the back of it. You know, really personalize it for him. Uh, he seems to be about that life. Number 25, Trevin Morrig. Oh, that's right. His name's Trevin Merrig. I, I made that mistake early on in Shock Your Mock. I found out his real name because you know why I know his real name? Check the tape. Watch the tape a little bit. And I and I heard the announcers. I'm not sure. Might, <laughs> might have been might have been Musberger. Might have been those other announcers. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit. Um, you know the, the other great college announcers. Give me some more announcers, Brent. Who else we got?
0: Uh, Sean McDonough. Sean. Yep. What does uh, he call? Um, who's Reese that guy?
1: Davis. Oh, I, I know not Reese Davis. Yep. The he's he's a big Northwestern supporter. Uh, uh, that's a Fowler. shame. Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler. There we go. Yeah, he could have been one of those guys, but they're calling him Trevon Tra- uh, Merig, so I'm going to call him Trevon Merig myself. Merig. Uh, Merig, yep. It doesn't look like it, does it? That, that's going to be a little confusing, but I hope he's coming to Jacksonville, so that's why I did extra homework on his name. I haven't focused so much on one guy's name, Brent, since De Kempo, which I can still <laughs> just... Flows off the tongue so nicely. Tongue, uh, pick number 33, Elijah Moore. Okay. So... Jaguars Twitter is obviously getting Trevor Lawrence these gifts. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting a new toaster. I saw – what was the other thing he's going to be getting here? He's going to – I mean, the the over, I think, really 2500 now, Dilla just put out. Yeah. So he's getting whatever he wants. I mean, just buy him a house, why don't you? Like, just – Forget it. Real uh, estate, buy him a house.
0: The rich just get richer. The rich
1: do get richer. Um, with Elijah Moore, do the rich get richer? Is it a nice wedding present? It could be. Okay. Elijah Moore, uh, wide receiver, Mississippi, slot guy though. Straight up slot guy. Um, when you talk about some of these slot guys like a Rondale Moore, um, you know, th- there's some guys out there that can kind of play more than one position, right? Kind of like that Tyreek Hill esque where you can put him on the outside, uh, you can put him on the slot, you can run the jet sweeps, all this stuff. Elijah Moore, right now where he stands, he's just a slot guy. He's not playing anything else. Um, obviously, an undersized dude playing in the slot doesn't shy away from contact, but doesn't do good with the physicality parts of football, uh, or, or so I read, by the way. Track the tape. I tracked the tape on this one. Because who, who wasn't watching the Lane Train the last year at Ole Miss just doing his thing? Like I called, by the way. And Brent, feel free to pay up on your bet any time when we made that bet. Who's going to have the better career? Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss or that dude at Mississippi State? Forgot his name. Can't remember it. <laughs> Let's ring the bell one time. Up oh, and 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 the cowbell fell down. Uh, pick number forty-five. Wyatt Davis, guard, Ohio State. Little Urban Meyer connection here. Let me tell you right now. We talked about Heidi. Uh, you know the top ten intriguing uh, coaches, you know, or like the, the players or whatever of the draft. You don't become the top ten intriguing guys by drafting Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Yes. Okay, now he's listen. He's a big body dude. Plays with the tenacity. I like his demeanor. I like his style. Can maybe give AJ can a run for his money. But Brent, what are we talking about right now, man? Pick 45, pick 45, and we go with the unattractive, um, the unsexy pick of the guard. And I don't know. Maybe he's got a great personality. But let's be honest, man. We can go in different directions if we're at the Jack's Beach Bars, right? Now We're not trying to pick the girl that is sitting in the corner by herself rocking a flannel and a Carhartt jacket. We want something a little more sexy at pick number 45. Come on, man. Let's go, Sticks 808. But, oh, wait a second. He's totally redeemed himself with pick 65. Not Tyson Campbell. (laughs) Tyson Campbell, cornerback Georgia. I don't wanna and Coos, you know how I feel about it, man. I'm a I'm a button fiend and so are you. We gotta get our fix. How many buttons have we pressed so far?
0: Zero. Nothing really.
1: And and the street continues because Tyson Campbell suitable okay he's got great size could be great at the next level could maybe push for starting time but let's be honest you got chad griffin cj henderson probably not so it's going to be a depth guy can you put him in the slot as a nickel corner i don't know it's a depth guy yeah depth guy at pick number 65 and i can't help but notice as we keep on progressing through this shock your mock that we have not pushed one button but let's see what we can do next i I got a feeling at the next pick maybe sticks eight away is gonna is not gonna let us down Pick 106. And I looked this guy up. I've watched the family. I, I, have a, I have a special segment for him because his name does not appear. Jamin Davis. You you want to say Jamin Davis, but no, man. Jamin Davis. Throw a Y in there. Once again, I've watched the tape, and I've done the work. Good size, good speed. Um, out of Kentucky, a little Josh Allen connection there a little bit. I'm not mad at that, but then let's be honest. It says linebacker. But it doesn't say inside linebacker, outside linebacker. So the question remains, if you pick Jamin Davis at pick 106, what's he going to do, outside or inside? If you look at his size, his stature, and what he did at Kentucky, he is unequivocally an inside linebacker. Enough said. And a 3-4 defense. Now, he could be a good one at that, but he's an inside linebacker. I get it. People are a little turned off by Joe Schobert right now. I was essentially in tears back home when the Jaguars signed him. Brent called me up. I was on my snowboarding excursion, and I had to hype up Joe Schobert. And I still think he can do a pretty good job in this 3-4 defense. Now, he's a little undersized and that could be an issue, but I look at, like, Luke Kuechly from a couple years ago, his last um, season, when he played in that 3-4 defense. Luke Kuechly undersides in his own right, but he gets the job done with his smarts, his skills, and getting guys lined up. I think Joe Schobert can fill that role as well and actually be a pretty productive middle linebacker, so I don't like Jamin Davis at pick 106.
0: Uh, uh, Let me jump in here. Yeah. Jamin, 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 Davis? Yep. If you get him at 106, by the way, it would be like potentially the steal of the draft. This 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 is the guy guy I'm I'm talking about yesterday. So, this draft where Sticks uh, 808 might have done this in like February, and you might have been able to get him at 106. If you've done this draft in the last few weeks, well, people are sleeping on Davis. Because if you look at all the analysts, they've got I mean, they are shoving this guy up the draft board. I mean, absolutely like. Some people have him in their top 20. Yep. Uh, And and a lot, I think, more like in their top 30, top 35. So there's no way he's getting a 106, just to let you know. But uh, I wanted to give you a little background. This guy is flying up draft boards.
1: Well, and listen, and and, 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 – just let's go ahead and forget Daniel Jeremiah because Brent broke this yesterday on our show. He said there's this guy from Kentucky. Now Brent didn't know his name, okay? So that didn't that doesn't really void a lot of confidence for people out there. We, <laughs> we don't know the guy's name, but Brent did he's say a newcomer to the scene. He's, he's he's a newcomer to the scene, so should probably at least know his first name or his last name. It is what it is, though, or maybe his position. I think you said linebacker, didn't you? Or not?
0: I did say middle linebacker because okay, said said they linebacker. ended up doing that. Okay, then, that, that would say about Schobert. Like okay, we've been talking
1: about. Okay, so then you're really specific, middle linebacker. I like that, but once again. Didn't say his name. Not the worst thing. But Brent called it yesterday. Daniel Jeremiah. We'll see you later. Powered by AWS and Daniel Jeremiah at that. Uh, pick 130. Kuz, hit the draft need alert. Shut it off. Yeah, don't don't. shut it off. It's, it's going to be a little teaser. It's going to be a little eh. Uh. So can you do it one more time? Just a little eh. Uh. A little eh. Uh. Yeah, that's it. Oh, a fade? That's all that you was get. That called a fade. That's all you get from Tommy Tremble. And I get he was trending a couple days ago because he's super yeah, he intriguing. Was. You know, he's. <laughs> some people are calling him the Jamin Davis of the tight end group all of a sudden. You know, Brent's going crazy about it, I'm sure, on social media. But, hey, I guess I don't check my cell phone, so how would I know about it? <laughs> Tommy Tremble, look him up, okay? I hear he's got great heart. I, I I hear he's intriguing. Now, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the word H-back gets thrown around a little bit because he's number 24 in college. I don't know a lot of 24 numbers uh, at the tight end position. It's a swagulous number when it comes to the tight end position. Now, maybe there's some kind of cool story of why he wore 24. Maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But if there's not a cool story, I immediately go to I got to question your decision making on picking number 24 at the tight end position.
2: Coffee? I feel like Ir- Huh? Could it be Kobe? Eight, though, huh? You like know, 24? Eight, though. No,
1: if you're going to go Kobe, go all in with Kobe and go number eight. All right. You know, especially for the tight end position. 24? Yeah. Uh. Oh, I'm sorry, Coos. Wanna... No, Come on, man. No, no, on, no, no, man. no,
2: no. I'm just, I'm just saying, could, that could be the story.
1: Hit the off the rails button. So anyway, so with Tommy Tremble, I don't got to tell you his the stats. There it is. Yeah. And then go ahead and hit the one button where – and listen, I don't know what he really ran, a 40, and I guess it was fast. But if you go look at his college career in terms of receptions and yards, Coos,
2: <laughs>
1: once again, the word H-back gets thrown around a lot, okay? And any the word H-back gets thrown around a lot, that's an insult, all right? If you're a tight end, you got to be called a tight end. You don't want to be called a fullback or an H-back or some back that we've never heard of before, okay? So Tommy Tremble – is it a draft need alert kind of but you're essentially getting the 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 man hurts of college football right now okay and i think we have more than one i mean i think one man hurts is plenty with all due to the chris man hurts i don't think we need two chris man hurts on the team
0: or all of us man hurts i mean, I mean
1: <laughs> or all of us man hurts but let's be honest um you you went from an okay the crappy mock draft to now all of a sudden you said hey Trevor Lawrence you know you're getting married tomorrow Jaguars Twitter's giving you you know like 2,000 bucks or 2,500 maybe it's up to three grand now let me go ahead and give you a slap in the face and give you Chris Manhurts Jr. Congratulations on your wedding carry with you the Jacksonville that's essentially what you're doing when you took that guy when you did and you didn't address the tight end position sooner so with that being said I'll be honest I'm not sure how much time we have left and to me it doesn't really matter James Wiggins, Cornell Powell, Elijah Mitchell. Who cares? Who really cares? at the end of the day, man, like, you lost me at Tommy Tremble. You lost me when you didn't address the biggest draft need of this whole thing. So you find yourself right now, Sticks 808, in rarefied air. Because this could be. And I'm not even lying here. Set aside from the, from the hooligan, from the joker that we had. We thought it would be funny to put Zach Wilson on the mock draft. Set aside from that one. This could be the suckiest mock draft that we've done so far this year, okay? You're in Grant Delpit territory right now, sir. Oh, so oh. with that being said, um, you, you've been shocked. Don't go on Twitter and say, well, what happened? No, I don't have any excuses. Your mock draft speaks for itself. Stay out of my DMs. You can go on Kuz's DMs if you want and try to explain yourself. Kuz is always looking for some new DMs and some <laughs> new fans. But from my standpoint, I said what I said. I did what I did. And the prosecution rests. Brent, Stockton and Malone, show us what you got.
0: Stick, 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 eight oh eight. You have been, your mock has been shocked. Yes. Cuz uh, you looking for DMs like no. five days before you get no, married? No, really, don't want DMs. Is <laughs> 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 so something we need? Between, to
2: know. <laughs> no, no. Between, I'm I'm very worried because the phone's obviously going to be disconnected from Wi-Fi and all that stuff for a really long time. At the resort. Well, yeah. They got Wi-Fi. Yeah, but I'm probably not going – the phone's not going to be on that much. Oh, the Sixers got some games coming up. Yeah, I know. But I'm okay. worried because of Facebook and Instagram because of all the accounts that are on, you know, my profile with ESPN, some other stations here in the cluster. Yeah. I get a ton of notifications. I'll, like, <laughs> I'm so worried about all the notifications and emails I'm going to have to, like, get through when I get back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I don't uh... need any more
2: DMs giving me more notifications.
0: I was going to say, I thought he was about to humble brag on us, just like how big he is. He gets a lot no, of text no, no, no. And, and notifications. None of them are personal, although the problem
2: is <laughs> although the problem is, when I do get a personal one, they're just roped in with all the other ones. So I ignore so many people not meaning to just because I'll get a bunch for ESPN yeah. or, or something like that. I mean, you
0: are kind of big. I, I was telling you, I was in a restaurant like recently, and, and Kaylee was like, hey, is that Coos? <laughs> like, it was playing in the background, like, your voice, see that? So even Kaylee knew what was up.
1: It was probably some kid on, a, like, a video game <laughs> yeah, playing, just, like, <laughs> playing the pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, some, someone some just second yelled grader. in the corner. Yeah. I'm kidding.
0: But hey, I, one other thing about Elijah Moore.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: he was really fun to watch last year. Mm-hmm but I have a bit of my Big 12 concern about Elijah Moore and that Lane given offense. <laughs> like guys were running all wide open yeah, everywhere. Yeah, but you
1: know? Brent, at the same time, if you look at the track record lately of all Miss wide receivers, not too shabby.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's been, obviously, a little hit or miss. Who's the guy that um, –
1: D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown.
0: Oh, Metcalf and A.J. Brown. But what's he? wasn't there another one went up to Minnesota? Ooh. That was just okay? That's been just okay? That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, let me check on it. I'll check on okay. it at the break. Um, I think he was an old Miss guy. But you're right about A.J. Brown and uh, D.K. Metcalf. I, yeah. I knew those guys had done well. But I think there was one that preceded them. That was kind of eh. Um, uh, I mean, so
1: there was the the tight end. So I'm looking it up right now.
0: Gosh, his name's on the tip of my
1: tongue. Dawson throat. Knox went to the Bills. And, and he's doing okay. Um, wide receiver from... Oh, you talking about Laquan Le- Treadwell.
0: Treadwell. Yeah, yeah,
1: back in He's 2016. Just okay,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'd probably I'm, say a little maybe less not than even okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep. that's who I was thinking of yep. initially when you said Ole Miss. But you're right, uh last couple have been pretty darn good. Yeah. So if you follow the track record of those guys, I'll take Yes. Elijah Moore. Yes. Uh, At any pick, if he can put up those kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Hey, Football 5, coming up next. And Coos just asked me a very odd question. <laughs> we'll reveal the answer. Maybe, maybe, Austin, you if you could do? see it on your text message, you might want to take a look. All right, we'll I'll be check back it out. At Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at SuperiorPlumbingJacks.com.